Welcome to the Weight Release Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Bron Martin, the hypnotic weight whisperer. This podcast is for women who are so over diets, but you still want to release weight. And if diets don't work, and we know they don't from hard-won experience, then what do we do? It's all good. Now you're in the right place. I'm going to share practical tools, inspiration, insights, and a little bit of mind-bendy hypno-magic to support you in your weight release journey. So let's get started, shall we? Oh, hey, so good to have you here. In this past episode, we're going to talk about how to eat what you want without eating all of the things, without feeling deprived, without feeling, you know, like, oh, I want to eat all of the things. Mm. Let's work with the magic of your brain. Now, I promised in this episode that we're actually, if you uh, just binged from the last one, that we're going to talk about Azempic, but I'm not. I'm saving up my righteous indignation and outright fury for another time. So in this podcast episode, we are talking about how to develop a healthier relationship with food, where food isn't on your brain, where it's not calling your name from the fridge or the freezer. It's like, eat me, bitch, eat me. No, you get to take your power back. You're not walking down the supermarket aisles and it's just like, you know, you want me, you know, you want me putting on its saucy little, you know, come eat me face. No, 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 nay, nay, nay. We're taking our power back. The delay don't deny approach helps you to release weight because what you're doing is you're actually listening to your body and you're playing with your mind. You're allowing yourself some of the foods that you have craved before and then you're allowing yourself the space to let your mind actually come in and let your body catch up and really be like, do I actually want that? Or do I think that I want it because it's meant to be like, I'm not meant to have it. And now it's got this allure, this mystery, and now it's really calling my name and I really, really want it. So what it does, this delay, don't deny aspect, which is when you say, yeah, I could have it, but I could have it later. I could have it after a drink of water. I could have it after this, whatever it is. What it does for the psychology of it is our brain is very powerful. It controls our thoughts, our emotions, our decisions, and ultimately our actions. So as a hypnotherapist, I work with the brain. I work with our desires. I work with our energy and our emotions and understanding the potential of our mind and how our subconscious beliefs and patterns really affect not only our daily lives and our physical health, but our relationship with food, all of the emotional components that go into our relationship with food, and that ultimately obviously affects our weight as well. One of the key things about delay, don't deny, no deprivation, no like hankering and like fetishizing after food, is that it moves us away from that denial and deprivation that is often associated with diets. So when we've got that deprivation that kicks in and you know what it's like on a Monday when you've just started a new diet and then all of a sudden now that you can't eat the food that caused you to put on that weight in the first place now that's all you want and it's on your mind and you're as you're counting points or writing down your things or looking up values or macros or whatever or peeing on a stick or I don't know whatever bullshit new thing that you're trying then we've like all we want is that other food and that can trigger feelings of anxiety and stress in the brain, particularly in the amygdala. And that's the part of the brain that's responsible for emotional processing. And quite often, I call it mindless zombie eating. We've checked out 
we've checked out of our brain and we're just like, no, and we're just, that's me throwing food into my face. I sometimes forget that you can't see my hands. I was like, um, you know, that meme where that thing's like throwing burgers, burgers into its face. That's what I was doing. So just imagine that. So this denial and deprivation, that leads to a scarcity mindset. And what can happen is when we initially restrict those foods, we feel in control. We're like, yeah, I've got this. I've got this. But we're not actually making those decisions. We're run by a series of programs. And that program is letting us get away with it at the beginning because it doesn't realize that we actually mean it. And then it's like, oh. And then what happens is we get this obsessive mindset. These forbidden foods are what we think about all the time. And then our brain survival instinct kicks in. And it thinks that we're like, there's no food left because we've been thinking, I can't have this food. I can't have this food. It's like, fuck, is there a famine? Oh my God. And then it tries to convince you to get what it perceives you're lacking. And that's the food that you've been denying yourself. So with the delay, don't deny, you're allowing yourself to have it. And that shifts the mindset of saying, instead of saying, no, no, you cannot have it. No, (laughs) you're saying, yeah, not right now. And so your brain then goes, ah, we're not in famine. We're not in a state of scarcity. That food isn't off limits forever. I'm just not having it right now. I can deal with that. Like even a three-year-old kid can be like, I don't know. I've never had a three-year-old kid, to be fair. Maybe they can't. Maybe that was a terrible example. I know. I've seen that thing. I've seen that thing. You know, whether um, you can have one marshmallow or two marshmallows and some kids can do it, some kids can't. Anyway, I would have eaten the marshmallow and then stolen the other person's, but that's just me. Uh, anyway, so when we're delaying this gratification, it really builds self-discipline and it's taking our power back from that food. The prefrontal cortex, the part of the brain involved in decision-making and impulse control, strengthens when you practice delaying gratification. And over time, that makes it easier for you to make healthier decisions around food and take your power back from that food. And that helps you to build new healthier habits and shift your mindset as well. So it's working from the inside out. Instead of focusing on the end behavior, it's running that new program in your mind. And that's why Hypno is so freaking amazing. So remember, delay, don't deny isn't about restriction. It's about balance and moderation. It's about taking that food off a pedestal and understanding how our brain works so we can make smarter choices that lead to sustainable weight release and overall better health. The delay, don't deny thing allows for a bit of indulgence because, you know, this is a lifestyle, right? It's not like you're on a diet where you're going to cut out these foods and then you're not going to eat them again, ever again. And it's just having this oh, well, I'll wait until after I've had a meal or I'll wait until after I've had a big old glass of water. I'll wait till this. And then when you're actually ready to do it, you're not eating out of impulse. You're eating by making a conscious choice that you're going to eat that, a mindful choice, an intentional choice. And then you can actually enjoy it because you're not feeling bad about eating. I mean, I don't feel bad about eating anything, to be honest, but it's having that way of thinking you're like, I've chosen to do this. My body feels like it's ready for this and I want this and I'm going to enjoy it. That's so much better than just cramming shit in and then feeling guilty about it. When you do eat, do it mindfully. Take the time to enjoy the food. Eat it slowly, savor the flavor, and then stop when that first rush of enjoyment wears off. So for instance, sometimes if I'm out and it's a summer day, I might feel like an ice cream. But I don't eat ice cream when I'm out because it's dairy and dairy doesn't really agree with my body either. So I might get a sorbet. Sorbet is really just water, flavoring and sugar. 
And so I might eat a couple of bites and then throw the rest away. I don't feel like it's food waste. It's liquid. It's fine. And, you know, and then I'm done. I've eaten to the point of like, yeah, I got my sorbet fix and now I'm quite happy. And eating any more would now just be a waste in my body. I don't want that. And so then I'm very happy to throw the rest away. We were talking about the Whole30 in our call this morning and my balanced body program. And a part of that is really, I've done the Whole30 so many times, done the before picture. The before picture always, always looked better than the after picture because I felt so deprived and I would go off and binge and be ridiculous. And it's good now that I don't have diet mentality to use those sort of things as inspiration. So they've got some great recipes and, you know, I follow keto sites. I've got some great recipes and I've also got bananas downstairs to use because uh, there's a banana bread in my future. So I don't have any diet rules or diet dogma. It's really checking in and tuning into what feels right in my body, what feels right for me and my lifestyle. And a part of that is not feeling obsessed by food, not feeling like I can't trust myself around food and noticing When I start getting a little bit too fond of something or I fall into a little food rut that's kind of not serving me, it's just to lovingly pull back and be like, oh, I see what you're doing, body. I see what you're doing, brain. And I see that that feels comfortable. But if I follow that trajectory out, 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 I'm not going to be happy in a week, a month, six months, a year. So then it's just calling it back without any shame, without any blame, without any self-flagellation and beating myself up. There's none of that because that is diet mentality. And I just don't do that anymore. So when we're looking at uh, the concept of basically delay, don't deny, it's like delaying gratification, not denying it. And you can delay it for, you know, for a long time. So let me tell you a story. I love croissants. I love panna chocolate. I love almond croissants, you know, but good ones, not shit ones from a shit bakery that, you know, that with if, yeah, not good. I've even grossing out, even conjuring a mental image of a rubbish almond croissant. So, you know, like a an artisan one, like I'm a snob about apples. I'm a snob about my croissants and I'm also gluten-free. When I have gluten, it does not, uh, my body does not like it. It does not want it and I feel gross and I get brain fog. I want to go to sleep. And occasionally when I have decided consciously and mindfully to indulge in gluten, it has knocked me out. Like literally I have to go and have a nap afterwards. So I'm very mindful about eating it, you know, and it has to be an experience. And for me, Having um, like the most divine and decadent almond croissant or just a standard croissant that's really good would be an out-of-body experience. (laughs) So I've kind of put it up on this little thing like, ah, the reason why I've done that is because I say to myself, when I'm in Paris, I can eat croissants. I'm going to sit outside with my little coffee. I don't normally eat coffee either. I'm going to be buzzing off my face. Maybe the coffee will be good because it'll wake me up from having the gluten. Yes, that's a plan. So I'm going to have croissants in Paris and it's going to be, I'm going to Google the best croissantery (laughs) in the entire city of Paris. And I'm going to sit there. I'm going to enjoy the fuck out of this croissant, right? But I don't eat croissants every day. so, So I've delayed it the gratification of eating croissant until I go to Paris, you know? And then tell you another little story. 
I was in India over Christmas and I went to a place called Pondicherry and I wanted to go to the place because I like saying Pondicherry and I'm so pleased that I'm talking about it in this podcast episode because now I can say Pondicherry a few more times. So we're in Pondicherry and Pondicherry has a, see, I'm now I'm overdoing it. They have, a, Pondicherry has a large, well, kind of large, it has some French bakeries. And I knew that before I went, I was like, oh, it's kind of like being in Paris. So the first day I said to myself, you can have a croissant. So I had a croissant and it was delicious. My belly was like a bit, mm. the second day I said, you can have a croissant. And I had a croissant and then I didn't want any more croissants because I felt shit. <laughs> so but that stopped me, that little game I was playing with myself, that little, you know, oh, you can have it when you're in Paris. So I've delayed it out to when I'm having an experience, when I am in Paris or a French influenced city, then I can have a croissant. And because when I was there, I'd given myself full allowance to have it. I didn't actually want it anymore. And when at home, I give myself full allowance to have it, it means that it's not calling my name. Now, very, very occasionally, I have had a croissant here and I don't beat myself up about it either. But I also, I, I would have it maybe one a year, you know, and it's just like, ooh. So it's not a big thing. But if I didn't have that, I'd probably have one a week. And that's not great for my body. That does not like gluten. And I used to call myself a sadistic glutard. And now I have more love for myself that I won't do that to my body. So that's when you could say, yeah, I want that cake. I'm going to have that cake when I'm in the city that's best for that cake. Or, you know, I'm going to have this food when I'm in, on holiday. Or I'm going to have that food when I go to the movies. So you delay, you don't deny. There are other ways that you can implement this. So the big thing is listening to your body's hunger cues. So if you get to the point where you really, 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 really want something and your defenses are low because you're freaking hungry then you're more than likely to go and when you do the grocery shopping, you know, you're actually filling up your cart with things that you don't actually want. So listening to your body's hunger cues, eating on a scale of one to 10, where one, you're, you know, Christmas dinner, like you're so not hungry and seven or eight. Yeah. You're getting peckish. Yeah. Yeah. You can feel it. And 10 is like, you're going to eat your arm. You want to get to about a seven or eight because that's when your body is actually telling you, it's trusting that body's natural natural hunger signals that you are actually hungry. And you can think to yourself, is it time to eat now? Or can I wait a bit longer? Am I at a five now? And I could wait till a seven. Because when you're physically hungry, that hunger comes on slowly. When you're emotionally hungry, you want to eat all of the things, shove them into my face, right? So another thing that I do is um, having a plan. So having an eating window and having that eating window, it's for me, it's usually between four to eight hours and it's having the eating window and I eat within that window. And so if I felt like something, you know, maybe it's something that is homemade and it's I'm outside my eating window, I just say, oh, you can have it tomorrow morning after your breakfast. And quite often after breakfast, I'm not going to feel like it. And then I'm like, oh, you can have it after lunch. And maybe then I'll have it after lunch, right? Now, the thing about this is when people first come into my world and I talk about you can eat whatever you want, some people think like, great, I can fill my boots with Snickers bars and like all of this stuff. What actually happens, the more you're listening to my hypnos, is that you don't actually want to eat that old shit that you used to put up on a pedestal. It just doesn't hold that appeal for you anymore. 
Another thing that you can do to delay, don't deny is to distract yourself. So in the Slimmers Hypno Hub membership this week, $7 a month, so worth its weight in gold. It's amazing. Every week we have a new theme. Anyway, this is not an infomercial. Uh, so you have a distraction. This week we're doing snack size, And that's what you do when you feel like eating something, but you know you're not actually hungry. You're just eating for entertainment. Usually you're eating to give yourself what you think you're going to feel by eating that food. And so what you can do is give your body an experience, a sensory experience, a movement experience. And so choose a song and then crank that song up when you are wanting to eat something for the sake of eating and move your body instead and choose a song. So my song was um, Let's Get Physical by Olivia Newton-John because I don't know why it's like been an earworm in my head recently. And so putting on that song when I feel like eating something when I'm not actually hungry. Yeah, give that a whirl. You're going to love it. Now, this whole delay, don't deny is a process and it does take time to change those old habits and to build new ones. And that is really helped and supported by listening to Hypno around that. So it's all around making progress, not trying for perfection in the beginning. And remember how your brain works, how I explained before, it's not about depriving yourself. It's about listening to your body and making really thoughtful decisions about food. Thanks for listening to this episode of Weight Release Revolution. Now, every good revolution needs people. And so I would be ever so grateful if you could share this podcast out with friends and family. You know those conversations when people start running themselves down or looking for miracle diet cures. Just share this podcast with them. Another way that you can share is to leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts because that's showing Apple, hey, more people need to see this. And every time you leave a five-star rating, an angel gets her wings. True story. Be sure to subscribe yourself so you don't miss out on any future episodes. I've made you a whole bunch of valuable resources that you can find by clicking through on the link that starts in Go and ends in the word hello in the podcast description or show notes. So it's go.mindkey.com.au forward slash hello. And those resources are fabulous. You've got a free hypno download that supports you to break up with diets forever. There's a workshop that you can listen to to find out your sabotaging behaviors. You can listen to more hypno recordings over on my YouTube channel. And there's paid programs and ways to work more intensively with me over there. So go over and check that out. And I'll see you in the next episode. Love you. Believe in you. You've got this.